just just trying to <laughs> shake a glass of ice water, but it's filled too much, it's so too it made plastic. no noise. I'm going to go ahead and sip. I'll take a sip. I don't think that was audible either. Um... I recently got my air conditioning fixed in my car, so now I'm not um, exposed to the elements of the heat. And I must say, it's comfortable, but I question my growth as a strong man because I'm not able to sweat as much. Oh man, I, I don't even have a punchline. <laughs> You know, okay, oh my goodness, I'm going to be honest, folks, I am tired. Oh, no. Tired. And it's uh, late. And, and, and look, it, it won't really affect, I don't think it will have much of an effect on the quality or my excitement. I'm, I'm You're going to wake up soon when we start playing to- some tunes here. Totally excited. Dude, um, I, I'm, uh, I'm glad to hear that your AC is fixed. Yeah. We, we tried. We, we tried, tried to do it ourselves. Yeah, we we took a um one of those Arctic Freeze devices, hooked it up in to your low side port. Low the low side port, and it worked for a day. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and then it then it just stopped. Yeah, Mike came and saw me at work on my lunch break, and I came out and helped him hook it up, and it started blowing cold air, and we were like, totally. "Yes." But yeah, it was like a regular person again. Um, no, I, I brought it into the shop. It turns out it was the compressor, which was a it's like an eight hundred dollar fix. Oh so, no, oh, it's dude! Okay. Oh, I had I had freak. I had a lot of uh, I Man. had a lot of crypto money, so I just pulled that out and paid for it. It was nothing. I the mean, money you didn't even work for. Uh, well, actually, I have, I actually have several crypto accounts. This yeah. this particular account was money that was sitting on the sidelines for the to be put to work for the current. Um, crash that is mm. taking place now, and I believe will go even deeper. Yeah. So I'm a okay. little bit bummed that that money will not get put to work, but it's not really a large enough amount for me to think, oh, I could probably come up with that kind of money um, shortly and then put it back to work. But I've I've had to pull money out of that. It's it's basically a sideline account, so it's just kind of like sitting dormantly in an account, being ready to. Uh, yeah, I just put it where I think it will do the most the most good. Um, and because I'm not a financial advisor, I cannot tell anyone or say here where exactly it it would and will be put to work in the coming months. Well, that's really uh really interesting. And <laughs> no, I don't. No, it isn't. <laughs> Mike, how's it going, man? Dude, not bad. Um, it's great. No, it's cool to have AC in my car now. So you know, I do do my non-job driving around and uh, playing my tiny guitar, and it's just made it awesome. I usually drink a lot of water. That's um, good. And I'm, I'll be honest. I know there's a lot of people that are that are dealing with the the terrible heat wave. Um, shoot. I mean, shit. 
well, the um, make sure you fix that. Yeah, uh, don't you know. totally. Um, I would man, I was getting headaches and getting dizzy out there drinking drinking water. Yeah, um, you can't be driving around in this heat without AC. Yeah, like, no, uh-huh. but well, that that's what was crazy. So I had to start like getting emergency packets because of the electrolytes. Drinking like pickle juice before work and like loading up on salt and stuff, t- uh, anything that would help me retain the water, so that because uh, I was like just down, you know, drinking full gallons of water and still feeling like dizzy and thinking like, oh well, it's because I keep pissing it out. My pee is totally clear, and I'm having to go pee every 20 minutes. Um, and now, yeah, that was why. So now with the AC, I don't, I hardly sweat. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, it's I can just. Yeah, I don't need salt. Well, I, I don't think it makes you any less of a man to have AC in your car, Mike. You know, <laughs> I, I, yeah, no. So, I, so, so that comment did come from a strange observation of me, basically living in the realm of of uh, non-reality. Whenever I get in my car, because it's like, well, this isn't real. Mm-hmm. You know, and the natural world is. Is is a bit of a hellscape, and I am escaping it. Should I be? Yeah, we all it, are. Well, it's kind of an ins- existential question when you think about it. If uh, is this natural? Am I actually becoming weaker that I am out of the elements and have a bit of control? Hmm. Uh, because, I mean, that's that's what our species like, strives for. You it's know? it's true, but 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 what is the ne- the the means for the seasons? I'm escaping them. Uh, you know, it just seems kind of like, man, you know what? You know what I think I'm going to do? I might do. I might take two or three hours a day and not have the air conditioner. Roll the windows down like I did old school weeks ago. I implore you not to do that. I'm going to do it. I beg of you, don't do this thing. I, don't think I want I'm you to live. I don't want you to die of heat exhaustion, heat stroke. Mike? Uh, that's not a real thing. Oh, okay. Good. Well, then go for it. Look at all the homeless. They're not sleeping or passing out. Hey, Mike. How are you doing, Adam? How are you? Oh, I'm I'm good, man. Uh, I've been listening to some new bands at work I've discovered lately. Um, fortunately, life-changingly, you introduced me to a band that your cousin Jason introduced you to. Yes. Dinosaur Pileup. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, man, they are one of my very favorite bands. And, yeah, they're great. I do not say that lightly, and um, I uh, I love them so much. I wanted to to hear other artists who they played with, and um, there's a band they played with. I think pretty recently. I think called Fang Club, and Fang Club has a sound a lot like Dinosaur Pileups, and uh, I've, I've listened heard, yeah. to a lot of them, and. Uh, Highly recommend um, listening to them. Uh, there's also this band I, I listened to lately called. I mean, I, I could play some of this stuff just real uh, quick. Go ahead. Go okay, ahead. Okay, I'm gonna play this. Uh, this yeah, just one it, song by Fan yeah, Club. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. My favorite one. Um, it's called um, "Bad Words." All right. Nice. So hang on just a second here. I wasn't planning on this, so I didn't have it up, but I will get there really quickly. And this is Bad Words by Fang Club. Bad 
Love that chorus. You know, the, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I zoned out for a moment. They sound so American. This is a British band. Though. Uh, they're Irish. Yeah, I, they're, they're from Dublin, I think. And, uh, I, and I don't know why I say that, but it just, yeah, that's, I thought the same thing about Dinosaur Pilot. I was like, oh, this must be some, like, New England... Uh, rock band. They're not. Well, I mean... They're from Old England. They just... They wear their influences on their sleeve. Uh, both these bands. And, man, just... This is just the the cream of the crop. Like, this this is my favorite track by them, but... This album that it's from, their self-titled 2017 album, Fang Club, is fantastic, top to bottom. And uh, their more recent album is called... Um, let me see so I don't get it wrong. Vulture Culture. And that's from 2019. And, uh, yeah, fantastic. I, I really like this band a lot. I've been listening to both of those albums a lot, as well as uh, they've got an EP out as well. Um, they're from Dublin. They're Fang Club, F-A-N-G Club, like fan club with a G. Oh, yeah. Fangs. And I remember you sending me that track, and I, yeah. I still really like it. Um, Really simple very effective though Re- really really good stuff really enjoy it yeah and there's this uh there's this other band that dinosaur pile up led me to called dune rats and they're a uh oh dude the australian do you band? know dune rats yeah i know i know oh, i was gonna yeah. send them to you too no um, dude i know that yeah they're great they're this australian pop punk like just they have so much fun they they have so much fun listen to this uh Listen to this song called No Plans here. They absolutely sing with their Australian accents too. These guys, the, the, their music's just so fun. Like, uh, you, you're right. The they're just living. Uh, yeah, that's that's Dune Rats. Also, Dune Rats have really cool album art. I'd suggest going and checking them out just to see that. Really colorful. Like one of them looks like Rat Fink kind of art. Like 
so yeah uh those are a couple of the bands i've been checking out lately yeah um just wanted to get that in there but dune, hey dune rats that's funny yeah um it's it's just fun to like i don't know i have a, a handful of new bands i've been listening to a lot lately and uh it makes the days at work go faster and uh yeah i love it yeah. love listening to music I, I mean i have a music podcast so our listeners probably understand that but i just sure. want to reiterate i love music yeah no no it, it, it uh you know i don't know if anybody has ever heard of transcendental meditation which i've been thinking of doing but here's the thing here's the thing about it when people describe about what happens to them and the benefits of it i must say i feel like i already experienced those things listening to music I mean, yeah, it's kind of like you know, you know like because your heart rate goes up, your blood flow gets better, you get excited. Like it's actually it raises your adrenaline, and kind of, I mean, it just fills you with like you're a balloon, and it's just filling you with this aromatic uh, goodness. And I mean, uh, it, it's it's um, I th- I think anybody that enjoys it remembers the first time like you're being a a kid and you're just dancing around silly, listening to something that's just making you happy. Yeah, it's great. It really I think it keeps people young too. Yeah, because you know like, do you ever meet someone that doesn't listen to music loudly in the car or on headphones? Or just yeah, someone who doesn't like care about music at all. Yeah, I, I don't know. no, those I, people I just don't like, identify with those people as well. They're already dead. They're already dead. That's harsh, but no, but they're, fair. Are, they're they're lifeless like slugs. <laughs> they're already dead. No, good yeah. riddance to them. Rest in peace. That must be what it's like. Like we, like why why do we have the show Walking Dead? Like you could just watch people that are on like the Weather Channel that clearly don't like. What are they listening to? Like talk radio. Perhaps um, nothing against talking. That's what we're doing right now. <laughs> yeah, but, we're we're talking, we're talking, and we but, talk. It's, yeah, you know, but we're also celebrating something that, you know. Yeah, I don't know. No, I get. It. I don't know I what I'm talking about, man. I need to eat more onions. Well, speaking of us talking, um, dude, we have plans to continue talking to you. We do our listeners, and maybe a few new ones as well. Um, we are endeavoring to cover um, and review all of the Michael Myers Halloween movies. Yes, indeed we are, ladies and gentlemen. Um, and we're going to do it in reverse order. Folks, we're going to have a spinoff show. Yeah. This spinoff show will happen soon. We will be more consistent with it. It will be a completely new and different segment. Um, a completely new series. We are looking forward to it very much. We discussed it, and we are going to have a triple guest. Uh, well, no, no, not a guest. There will be host. another host. Yes. Um, my brother Jake, who has been on the podcast before, um, formerly hosted a podcast called The Jet, Jake's Entertainment Talk. Um, yeah, he's going to join us. This was his uh, kind of brainchild, and he he suggested that we we do this. And I'm like, well, let's just make it part of our podcast. So it's going to come right to the same podcast feed, and uh, we're going to begin August 26th with the movie Halloween Kills, and we're going in reverse. Our show's going to be called uh, 1990 What Presents Halloween Rewind. Totally, totally. Looking forward to it. This is going to be great. We're really yeah. excited. Because everybody, I mean, if you if you don't, 
Like we've actually spoken about the movie Halloween on several uh, Halloween episodes, even not this. Halloween episodes. Yeah, I, yeah, I believe yeah. we've talked about it. Yeah, <laughs> and but and the thing is, like, if if you know anything about Halloween, which you should, I don't even know how many how many of them are there. There's like over ten. There are currently, uh, I believe, twelve movies. We yeah. are going to be covering ten of them. We are not going to do the Rob Zombie versions. Yeah. Not all of them are great films. Um, Some of them are masterpieces. Yeah, and uh, so we're we're gonna talk good and bad. We're gonna cover it yeah. all. And because they all they're all gonna have things that are like quirky and cool. I mean, it's yeah. great. It's it's one of the best franchises in horror movie history. So we're really excited about it. And it's gonna be a lot of fun. So uh, look for that here in this podcast feed starting August 26th with Halloween Kills. You can watch the film ahead of time uh, in preparation. And uh, obviously, we're going to be spoiling all these movies. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. No, no. no you you better watch every that shit before. Wit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, uh, we don't care about your feelings. I don't care about how you feel. We've already <laughs> warned you. I mean, I honestly, callously, I don't care. <laughs> all right, so that's what is upcoming tonight. We are going to be talking, Mike, about. Drum roll, please. Just kidding. You know, I didn't oh, do anything. Yeah, I don't have the energy. We're going to be talking about uh, hidden tracks from CDs from the 1990s. Oh, dude. All right. That's the plan for tonight. We're going to start with a uh, the ending of the Smashing Pumpkins album, Gish, with the song Daydream. And this is going to roll right into another Whoa, song. Wait, dude. I don't even know if I know about this. It might not be that hidden, but let's uh, let's go ahead and play this. Oh, yeah. Is that Darcy singing? That is Darcy. She sounds like Elliot Smith. No, I've never listened to him. Yeah, he's got some pretty good songs. Dude, did the so so the thing about the Smashing Pumpkins, like, uh, there's so much ambition in their work. Like, you hear the orchestration here. Oh, yeah. I'm sure that and was this like, is early. Yeah, in yeah, their career. yeah. Yeah, so this is before like Tonight Tonight with like major orchestration. Okay, now here's where the hidden track comes in. Oh, that wasn't it? No, listen. This is oh, a sh- this goes into a song called I'm Going Crazy. What? Dude, I definitely don't know this. I'm going crazy. 
Sounds like it. It sounds like Butch did not produce that. <laughs> it sounds like something they did in their bedroom yeah. and, and thought, "Let's put this." I mean, I, I'm not, and I'm, I don't mean to say that like offensively. It's just that, like, say that those that electric guitar. That sounds like it was recorded in a bedroom. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it's kind of an afterthought. Which Billy's well, voice uh, sounds great, though. Yeah, like. Because uh, I, I I love I love the Smashing Pumpkins, but yeah. um, as a live band, Billy is very inconsistent as a vocalist. Um, I think that um, a lot of times there's just I don't know live. I've I've seen footage of uh, him around ninety three and ninety four that was that was really good. Um, lately, it's been better. But I think it's because he seems to work on um, the uh, the little like it, it like the the way that he was just delicate there, the yeah. delicacy there. Yeah. Um. Whenever he tries to do it live, it, it it he can't capture it. When he starts screaming and yelling, that actually comes off like it does on the records. But when it comes to like, so like say if they're playing today, the song mm-hmm. today, great song, and and he sings the verses, classic. They are so like not delicate mm. it's just not i i mean and i, I really hate to be critical um because I, I again i love oh god i love the smashing pumpkins they're great man um but to me billy corgan is a very inconsistent live singer um well singing can be hard you know i mean it's a, yeah it's, there's a lot and of pressure he there. also does have a a very unique voice, and like I mean, think about think about it. You know, he's on stage, uh, in the moment, performing for thousands and thousands of screaming people, and yeah, it's gonna be hard to to transition from the big crazy screaming stuff to the delicate, soft, gentle vocals. You know, and you might just just uh, have enough adrenaline in your system to make it hard to come down from that. That's a very, very good point. Yeah. Those delicate uh, little intricacies, you know? So a guy that comes to mind that does pull that off really well, who I've seen in videos and as a, as a band actually, man, they are tight. Um, Incubus. Ooh. Okay. That guy. Dude, I like Incubus. I do too. They actually have a lot of great songs. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I've I've also seen footage where they sound terrible, but most of the footage I've seen of them, they sound great. They perform so well. Okay, so that that Smashing Pumpkins song, uh, not a lot of not a lot of time elapsed from the end of uh, Daydream. Uh, yeah, hardly a secret. But yeah, um, sometimes it would be you know, let, let's talk just a, a bit. Some people. <laughs> 
might have never played an album from a CD and uh, might not really know what we're talking about yet. But oh yeah, a hidden track. Uh, I think some of these songs on my list tonight. I don't know exactly where on the records all of them fell, but um, would be one that wasn't listed on the track listing. Like you, when you buy a CD, kids, uh, all the songs on the album would be listed on usually the back of the CD under the jewel case on it's the uh, track on listing the, on the tray insert. That's the track list, and uh, if if it wasn't listed there. It could qualify as a hidden track, and uh, sometimes you would end the CD, and uh, your CD would keep spinning in the CD player, and uh, I don't know. Sometimes a few seconds later, like uh, like with that last song, um, but sometimes it'd be several minutes. Oh yeah, like a long time. Yeah, um, and it, it doesn't fall in the '90s, but there was this one. I I I can't say for sure. I think it was Good Charlotte album where uh like 10 15 minutes after the last song um there there, there was another song but the hidden track was like the like the guys in the band's voices saying there's someone in your house there's someone in your house and like trying to scare people <laughs> and i dude, believe it worked to great effect dude a lot that of people is got terrifying man that's great <laughs> Um, but this next one I'm going to play, this is a, a cover that was a hidden track on Social Distortions, White Light, White Heat, White Trash. This is Under My Thumb. And to be clear, this here is the hidden track. So sloppy. Yeah. Oh, I just turned my vocal down instead of the song. Uh, nice. Yes. Yeah cover of Rolling Stones there what do you think uh you know it you know it's basically a faster louder version of the song yeah right I, I like how the I like how the bass player at the beginning was doing the uh the do 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 yeah that's yeah, that's fun. If he if he was able to play that at the speed in which they kicked it off that that would have been pretty cool I, don't, I didn't hear it though uh yeah you know not my favorite Rolling Stones song um that one's up there for me, I think. Um, it's not one of those those big Keith Richards riffs, but yeah, I like that one a lot. I don't know. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, man. Social distortion. Uh, yeah, they have several songs I like. Probably my favorite song by them is the ballad. I was wrong. Mm. I actually really some. I don't know why, but I really like that song. I like social distortion. I don't know. I don't know that one. I'll, I'll have to check it out. Maybe it'll become my new favorite song and send me down a, a pathway of discovery. Like you, you might like it, or <laughs> or you might find it totally boring, and I'd understand. Okay, this next one. Uh, sometimes these days, when um, they put the um, the albums on streaming services like Apple Music, um, they they go ahead and uh, include the. Uh, the hidden track on the same track as the last track with all the space between it. And that's the deal with this, uh, space hog album. All right. This is, uh, from the album resonant alien by space hog. And, um, let's find this hidden track. It's, it's like somewhere 15 minutes into the track. Let's, let's see if I've got it here yet. Oh yeah. And sometimes these hidden tracks are just a mess. And oh, dude. I think it goes on like this for yeah. a long time. <laughs> like six more minutes. And there's not really a song. It's just like... It's horrifying. Dude, this is, this is a nightmare. <laughs> This sounds like a basic Marilyn Manson track. Hmm. Like like an in-between. I saw that he had a couple uh, hidden tracks, but I did not include them on this playlist tonight, unfortunately. I can't imagine what those sound like. Let's let's jump ahead a few minutes and see what it still sounds like. <laughs> this is three minutes later. <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> All right, that's enough of that so one. So this is the band that did that song <laughs> in the meantime. Oh, uh, yeah. We love you. Nobody knows what they're singing in that song. It could be anything. That's horrifying. I'm, I don't know, man. Yeah, that one was bad. I'm, I, I, sh- I feel bad for including that one, but, yeah. <laughs> this one is a day of celebration. This is um, a hidden track from... Santana's 1999 album, Supernatural. Oh, wow. Okay. Dude, speaking of heat exhaustion, did you hear about Santana? He had a he had a show recently he had to leave in the middle of because he had a heat exhaustion. Dude. He stopped He stopped playing and sat down, and they had to kind of take him off stage. Where was he playing? I don't remember, but I, I, I think he's better now. Oh, good, good. Got him hydrated. Got yeah, him dude. Cooled down. No, I mean it, it, it's no joke. Man. There's some huge hits on this album, dude. Yeah, this this, this it, you you could not escape this record. Yeah. Um, 
there was that that song Maria. Remember that one? She reminded me of a West Side Story. Mm, yeah. The one with Rob Thomas. Well, was yeah. It? That one. Yeah, that, that was... one. That one still huge. Tons of radio play. It was called Smooth. Yes, yeah, Smooth. This one is just instrumental. I like this. Nice mix of acoustic and electric. Dude, how about Santana? Still doing it, man. Uh, yeah. Like, a lot of the, uh, the guitar greats didn't have the longevity that he's had. Unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. And, man, I've, I've heard a lot of people talk down on Santana, but, man, he's got this unique style, and... He's really true to that style, you know? Uh, no, no, yeah. yeah. No, I... Oh, okay. Do you have some vocals there? Um, so where where he does, you know, maybe arguably lack in technical proficiency, he makes up for in, in a very unique and uh, enjoyable style. Distinctive. Too. It's very distinct, yeah. Yeah, I'm a fan. Yeah, a, I lot, mean, a lot of people don't have their own style. They oh yeah, can be very technically proficient. But they just don't sound. They sound like nobodies. You know. Okay, this next one is a different kind of hidden track. All right, this is from a less than Jake album called Losing Streak. Ooh. And to hear this song on the CD, you would have to actually go to track one. And rewind. <laughs> what? It's called this. This is in the pre-gap. This is before the first song starts. Okay, and uh, I couldn't find it on Apple Music, so I'm going here to YouTube to play this. I didn't know it was Young Kepper evening. She forgot, and Al is at the door four hours early, and she's in panic, and I'm in the bedroom wearing nothing. But L socks. There's no back exit. And like hell, no fire escape. Whom, whom, whom. Dad, dad, dad. Under the bed, life for a moment is deceptively calm. I hear footsteps, voices, the dreadful small talk of middle class family life. That I can't. You, you take. said this was I'm a song, Adam? This is before the first song. Oh. Wait, the first song actually starts with this guy talking, too. But Al the pig is taking his shit with the bathroom door wide open. In horror, our eyes meet. But I'm through the kitchen and out the apartment and down three flights of stairs. Socks naked, balls bouncing, slipping on pants before anyone sees. This all happened back in September 1946, and I think I'm still here because a certain Al once stopped to wipe his ass before trying to kill me. Yeah, and then uh, uh, right. it goes into the first track, this Automatic. This is your dude, Howard J. Reynolds, and you're listening to Less Than Jake. 
There's the horns. So yeah, I just I wanted to show that you know they these hidden tracks are kind of all about um, the format of compact discs, as you know albums, and so they found different ways to do it. Like like the, the, this one, it was hidden in the pre gap, and uh, I, I mean it's this weird story about something that happened on Yom Kippur in 1946. So Yom Kippur, I don't know. It is what it is, man. Nice, dude. Um, it reminds me of the um, the old man that talks before uh, the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band's version of Mr. Bojangles. Remember the guy? Come here, Teddy. He's talking about his dog. I, sing, and he I plays, can't say I know that. He plays yeah. the harmonica, and um, then Teddy starts howling. And then uh, Nitty Gritty Dirt Band uh, g- g- goes into Mr. Bojangles. Oh. He's talking about... I was born in Kaufman County, Texas. I was too young to go to World War One. It's too old fighting World War Two. And one thing I'm proud of is took good care of my mom and pa as long as they lived. And his old man said uh, that dog could sing that. You hear? I say, you ain't telling me nothing. I know he can sing. And I, here we go, Ted. And then you can hear him go and get the dog. Come Ooh. on, Teddy. He goes and gets him. Chord with this now. And he blows a harmonica. And Teddy. <laughs> <laughs> and then boom, uh, Mr. Bojangles. Oh, sweet. Yeah, I, d- I don't think I've ever listened to the Nitty Gritty well, Band. I just did it for you. Yeah, no, so. I mean, yeah. So there it is. I'm ready for Mr. Bojangles yeah. to start. That's great. Um, yes, this next one, this is from an album I've never listened to by Duncan Sheik. And uh, after the last track, Nichi Ren, there's a good 10 minutes of silence before this starts. Just before I'm over and out My parting shot One of the mics picked that up just I did, I, I, I just farted If you're sleepy, this song is not going to help it's very soothing. It reminds me of the musical Spring Awakening, which he did the music for. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it is. It is pretty cool. I didn't know yeah, This is lovely, though. Man, that song, Barely Breathing. Dude, that's a great song. It's just enough that I, I'll never forget his name, you know? Oh, dude, that's one of the biggest ones. I mean, like, being a one-hit wonder, if it... For Duncan Sheik, it's okay because it's like, yeah, but we're talking about the song "Barely Breathing." Yeah, I mean that's that's one hell that's of a, a hit. That's, that's a great a way huge, to think about it. Huge hit, dude. This is this is great. I would listen to this guy. Uh, yeah, no, yeah. Honestly, he probably had other great material. It's just like the power of "Barely Breathing" was like, yeah, th- that 
that's a one-hit wonder that other one-hit wonders wish their one-hit was like. Yeah. Because there's plenty of shitty one-hit wonders. But, man, like, Duncan Sheik's like, no, no, you respect that one-hit. Well said, Mike. How about uh, a little more ska? This is from a band called Skankin' Pickle, and this is from the Green Album. This is uh, an untitled, um, let's see. Let's see, I might have to skip through a bunch of sounds. Here we go. This is so silly, dude. (laughs) This is why these are not listed. (laughs) Dude. pretty good who is this skink and pickle you're you ever listen to skink and pickle no is this like what they normally sound like uh no no it's not dude (laughs) honestly honestly (laughs) hang on hang on Okay. So so there's a bunch of noise and, and whistling and stuff. And then uh, another like seven or eight minutes of silence before this last song starts. Let's hear this. Um, it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you, dude. Uh no, I, I've never heard of that group. I was that was really chaotic. Yeah, that was. I'm, I mean, I, I you know, I I think no, nah, yeah, it's cool. You know, full do, disclosure. Do whatever, do whatever you want with a secret song. Do whatever you want. I didn't listen to all of these. when you jump, the ground shakes from bottom up. He's falling on the ground like a shower straight from hell. Poetry in motion. Is essential to our well-being. Does everyone understand the concepts I give? Caterpillars' hairs are a clone to peaches. Fuzz, apples in the yard falling down on Newton's head. This is not a work song or about the one I love. This is just a song about what I've become. What have I done? Am I possessed by some unknown? I have turned. Into the man possessed by REM. Into the man possessed by REM. Into the man possessed by REM. Does he mean the band? That or Deep Sleep? It's hard to say. No, no, because he just quoted the end of um, It's the End of the World as We Know It. Look, now he just decided to play something else. Maybe these are like demos. I have a theory. So you know how like a lot of bands are, are accused of being kind of fake? Like, like they have songwriters that write their hit, and that's why you have albums with nine shitty songs and then one big good song, one big hit. Well, maybe these are the songs that like 
that's actually what the band sounds like. But the labels hired writers and producers to make what you hear on the record that's that's listed. And they told them, like, well, here, we'll give you a chance. Bring us one of your originals. And that was the shit that they, that they did. Hmm. Could be. So you got to wonder, like, how did these groups get any kind of opportunity? Because if that was like, here's what I'm going to sound like a bored, depressed college kid who's trying to impress a girl. And here's the thing. I'm going to play one song and then I'm going to keep playing the same song, but it's going to be totally different. I'll make jokes about Newton. I'll talk about REM. It'll be a a bunch of relevant stuff. what, What do you think? And they just look at them like, no, no, you guys are good looking and that's all. So do what we tell you to do. And at the end of the record, that shit that you showed me, we'll play it. But it won't be listed, and you'll have to wait seven minutes. Mm, And if there's there's anybody still around, maybe they'll hear it. Well, here's one from Guar. (laughs) From Guar. Is this it? <laughs> Are we making our worst episode right now? <laughs> Dude, this. <laughs> oh, never mind. Dude. Yes. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Suddenly, I'm in. There's five more minutes of this song. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's called Drop Drawers. I don't know. Should I skip ahead? See what happens. Are they gonna do the, the like the speed metal shit again? That, that was that was kind of cool. Really cool. That, that was pretty cool. Even, I mean, even if it was five more minutes of that, I don't think it. Listen to the whole track. Oh, here we go. That's a cool solo. I'm gonna I'm gonna time jump two minutes here. All right, sounds good. Wow, <laughs> not a lot has changed. Still doing it. <laughs> oh my gosh, it just keeps going on and on forever. I see. That's crazy. Man, that's that's um, insane. 
That's insanity. Dude, I don't know if you've ever seen Guar or known someone that has seen them live. <clears throat> that is yeah, an experience. Yeah, I've heard some stories. Dude, yeah. I had a friend called me and said it changed his life. In a good way? Yeah. Hello. He was like, dude, I was Hello. covered in all kinds of stuff. Yeah. I was soaking wet with weird different fluids that they shot out at us. Um yeah, man, Guar, interesting band. Uh, I love the concept of the band. Love it. I think it's great. Okay, this is Stone Temple Pilots. Um, we're listening to the last track off of the album Purple. This is called Kitchenware and Candy Bars. Kitchenware and Candy Bars. <laughs> so this should be a regular song, given the reputation of this band. Very regular, yes. We're just going to get a flavor for this song, and then we're going to go find the hidden track. Again, I'm going to have to search for it here. Okay, so that song ends the album. What? Sorry, hang on. Let me find the beginning here. This is called My Second Album. I think this is about the beginning. So we go from like grunge to lounge. Dude, that's that's not Scott singing, is it? I I have no idea. It could be. Honestly, if they wrote this, props to them for like being able to like copy do that this. style. Yeah, like, yeah, like dude, that's Burt Bacharach kind of dude, stuff. Dude, yeah, no, I mean this is exactly what that is. I mean it's like, yeah, that's great. If that's what you're doing, man, you pulled it off. Like listen to those horns and scents. In the string yeah, yeah, yeah scents, yeah. I appreciate the diversity in this. Dichotomy, right? The dichotomy. That's crazy. Dude. So that one is called My Second Album, and that's the hidden track on Purple. I'm kind of, dude, I don't know if I'm into it or not, but I got to say, I'm I'm somehow very impressed with that. Yeah, completely unexpected. I (laughs) did not see that coming. I mean, like a couple of tracks ago, there's just some dude groaning. Yeah. Like, what yeah. was that shit? Yeah. I'm sorry, I played Space Hog. That was weird. All right, Stone Temple. Dude, I would see that live. I'd be like, dude, hey, play that secret song, the Burt Bracharach song. <laughs> we do that. What if they did? What if they dropped that in the middle of the set? I would be like, that's the best. 
Okay, so this is a Third Eye Blind from their album Blue. This is called The Red Summer Sun. And uh, it's in the, the middle of the album, I think. We're just going to get a flavor for this. songs later you've got the last song on the album uh it's kind of a weird song it's called darwin weird in that there's some weird lyrics in it but um that's this song Darwin ends. So these are tracks on the album? Yeah, that oh, that's okay. the last track. I really enjoyed and everything we've heard so far on this. I've enjoyed it. I mean, I like Third Eye Blind. Yeah, so. yeah. I, I really like that album a lot. Um, yeah, that was cool, man. I had both of those so albums. The, the, the first one that you played, the guitar player was doing like, you know, chord progression every now and then he would like switch to this short lead, then get back mm. to the progress. I really loved that style and what he was doing there. Really liked that a lot. Well, that song was called Red Summer Sun. And what does, what is about to start here is a short reprise to that song. It would have been cool if it started right after I finished <laughs> talking there. No, but you know, but. here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> this is the nature of secret songs. Yeah. You got to have the dead air. So, you know, don't blame us. How dead can this air be? Dude, that no, man, this is this is the this is what this is the real we we we're keeping it real. This is what it's like to wait for the secret song. It's going to be short cuz we're in the last minute here. Oh, okay. Of All this right. uh 5 I, 6 minute track. Uh, you know, yeah, but no. I promise you, it's, it's coming. coming. It, yeah, it's, <laughs> it, it, it is going to happen. So just like chill out, folks. Come on now. All right, I'm going to try to do it again. And uh, what's going to play next here is a short reprise to the song "Red Summer Sun" by the band 
Third Eye Blind on the album. Blue. <laughs> this is where like like you're telling your friends like no I swear I swear it's, it's coming, there it's I'm telling you I'm telling you. Oh man, we're in the last thirteen twelve. Oh, isn't that on the dead gamut? No. And then this is when you find out you actually bought a pressing of oh the album gosh. that didn't include. That is such a disappointment. Song. Dude, is it really not there? It's really oh, not. Oh, no. <laughs> so we, we just listened to just a little bit of random. There's, yeah. Third Eye Blind. Yeah. That's fine. It said it was, and why would, they, why would they leave on that Dude. four or five minutes of silence after the song? What a bunch of stupid ass bitches, man. Okay, well, now I look dumb. But that's fine. No, it's fine. fine. It's cool. That, no, again, that's also what happens because here's the thing. Some of these, uh, some of these CDs, um, not every pressing included the secret song. That's true, but there's one album in particular, a very famous album. I think we might get there. We may. All right, this is a band called Travis, and this song oh, is God. called Sideshow. I remember them. Yeah. Acoustic, contemplative closing track on the album, right? I remember the song uh, "Why Does It Always Rain on Me." Oh yeah, yeah. That is, I, I can't help but make fun of that shit. And then, after that song ends, a few minutes later, the song starts. Just an untitled hidden track. Very different feel, you know, very different end of the album than that quiet acoustic. I don't know. That's fine. I don't. That, re- I don't that, really like that. That's the secret song. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, I. I mean, uh, all right. I. You know. I, I. I've never heard Travis sound like that. Usually, it's like really weak piano acoustic-y, like even weaker than Coldplay. <sighs> I don't know about that, man. I mean, you know, they've got they've got some good stuff. I like that song. Um, Sing. Do you know that one? Uh yeah, I know that one. That's a good song. Oh, okay. Yeah. You don't your face makes me think that <laughs> <laughs> it's, 
Dude, you know, you know what, man? I, I, if you like that song, that's awesome. Wow. I think it's cool. Okay, thanks, Mike. Yeah, man. Here's a song, <laughs> a hidden track from Everclear. Uh, this is Hating You for Christmas. Oh, my God. What a great track title. So much for the afterglow. I mean, it was a thing. Every every band seemed to do it, you know, at uh, least once. Dude, no, that, yeah, 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 yeah. Big time for that. Big time. Hey, you know, every now and then somebody feels this way. You know, you got someone from your past coming up talking all this shit about how great things are, and you're just like, dude, I already like mildly just disliked you, and now it's like way overboard. My hatred for you is vibrant and burning. And the better your life gets, the angrier I get. And you know, deep down, like, dude, that's no way to feel. You sh- you really should not hold on to things like that, even though. I do that all the time. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, man. Yeah, that what a relatable thing. Because, you know, that, that stuff happens. Yeah. And, and you know. Y- that's, I mean, that's what a lot of social media is. Like, Dude, that's, hey, that's all Hey, look how great I am. Yes. Look how great my life is. Uh-huh. Nobody's I don't want to see that. Me. I just want to continue to, you know, hate you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Get off I, my feed. Get off the feed. How is it on Facebook right now? What's going on on there? Oh man, I, I'm not on there very much. Oh. Uh, uh, these days, the the social media I prefer is like just just jokes from anonymous people who I don't know in real life. And uh, oh, dude, <laughs> that sounds great. Yeah. So uh, this uh, this next one, you're gonna know this one for sure. Um, this one I I heard about before I had the album. And uh, then I, I had some friends who, uh, who, I mean, I, I had had, I believe, a single of the song, uh, of of one of the big songs. I'm not gonna say yet. And um, and then I had some friends later on in high school who who were talking about this album, and I heard tale of this uh, this hidden track, and I heard uh, heard our friend Don played on guitar, and uh, before I ever had the CD. So I, I shortly thereafter went and got the CD and uh, was pleased to hear the hidden track that came after the last song. This song is called All By Myself. Oh! Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. All by myself. <laughs> no one was looking. I was thinking of you. Oh, yeah, did I mention? I was all by myself. All by myself. Is that Trey cool? All by myself. Yes, sir, that's Trey. This song is better than what this band has been doing for years. Well, okay, yeah, that's probably true. That was great. Yeah, so that's uh, that's Trey Cool's just just singing a song they made up about stalking some chick and going in her room and messing with her stuff. Yeah, that's uh, Green Day, folks. Green, Green Day. Day from the album Dookie, nineteen ninety four. Oh my gosh, talk Huge. about. I mean, yeah, everybody's yeah. Right. Dude, come on now. Um, do you know, it wasn't always musicians who did hidden tracks. This uh, this next one is from David Cross, the comedian. <laughs> so I gotta, I'm going to go, but before I go, I just wrote this up. Uh, I realized that um, Martin Luther King's Day is, uh, is coming up, and uh, I'm going to celebrate it the way most people celebrate it. It's, it's, it's today, but we well, we party on Sunday. I don't know. <laughs> Nobody gives a shit when the birthday is. I thought sun day off is Monday, my man. That's when we. That's when I'm at Filene's basement, y'all. Oh uh, yeah, Martin Luther King's Day white sale. Come on down. <laughs> Celebrate like the rest of America. No, but um. But he's going, I mean, this guy, this guy who dragged us into a completely unethical, immoral, illegal war is going to have to honor one of the greatest, most courageous citizens this country's ever known, George who w. was a Bush. man of peace. Yeah. Uh, and, he, and it's going to be like, how are you going to do that? You know, when he was, uh, when he was at the uh, prison camp in Germany and he had to lay the wreath and he you know, stood there solemnly and I'm sure thinking like, wow, I wonder how many, how many millions of dollars did, did my grandfather make from the Nazis? He's probably computing it in his head, you know? Um, oh, Pres- guess, Prescott Do you Bush? think that might have gone through his mind? I don't know. Um, just he had a lot of quiet time, you know, there. Like. Yeah. But it occurred to me that Bush is going to have to, you know, uh, honor him. So what, uh, you know, what I did was I, I took some of uh, the um, Martin Luther King's speech uh, not the whole thing, because it's fucking long, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, he would have thought somebody on his team would have been like, Martin, you want to <laughs> condense a little bit? <laughs> little self-indulgent, buddy. <laughs> um, no, but I, I, I wrote it 
I took his speech and then wrote uh, addendums for President Bush to read. And uh, I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up and live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all businessmen are created equal. <laughs> and I have a dream that one day on the red hills of Georgia, the sons of former slaves and the sons of former slave owners will be able to sit down together at the table of brotherhood. And then the sons of the former slaves will stand right back up and clear the tables. <laughs> Dude. Proud to have been able to sit, if even for a moment, at a table full of rich white men and their mean-spirited petty wives. <laughs> Dude, that's great. I have a dream that my four little children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character and how much they excessively drink, smoke marijuana, and snort cocaine. <laughs> Sorry, it's in their genes. <laughs> I have a dream that one day even the state of Mississippi a state sweltering with the heat of oppression will be transformed into an oasis of freedom and justice. I must say, however, that I have absolutely no expectation that this dream will ever come true. <laughs> it is just a dream, so, you know, remember a lot of times they're all crazy and <laughs> weird, nonsensical stuff happens. Good. Back to my kidding, oasis of freedom, in Trent Lott's backyard? All right, let's skip that one, my bad. <laughs> Let freedom ring from every hill and molehill of Mississippi and every mountainside. And when this happens, when we let freedom ring, when we let it ring from every tenement and every hamlet, from every state and every city, we will be able to speed up that day when all of God's children, black men, white men, Jews and Gentiles, Protestants and Catholics, will be able to join hands and sing in the words of the old spiritual Free at last, free at last. Thank God Almighty, we are free at last. Then, immediately following that, God will wage a holy war against these same vile, dirty subhumans and send Jesus to earth where Armageddon will rage. Fire will engulf the earth and all non-believers, black men, white men, Jews and Gentiles, Protestants and Catholics, and Muslims, especially Muslims. Oh man, are they in for it. They'll wallow in a lake of fire for all eternity, and there'll be much wailing and gnashing of teeth. Will I ascend to heaven on a chariot made of chocolate and feathers? There I will sit at God's side, enjoying the fruits of 70 brown-eyed virgins. I have a dream. Oh boy, do I have a dream. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. That was great. And good night. <laughs> so that's the, uh, that's the last last track on on that album that's the end of a special but then after a few minutes of silence hang on man no i played this uh celebrity okay. poker game that was on bravo yeah right there say he there was, i guess there was a fallout with somebody and he didn't get there until the night was sorry. really super hungover <laughs> say he there was, i guess there was a fallout with somebody sorry and I'm, get... I'm i'm trying to get the right spot here we go here we hey, go here's a here's a funny story that i i don't i've only told like friends who asked about it but here's the thing like uh um I, this is a little brief thing, and then I'll get to what I was going to talk about, but, uh, and for those of you who don't know, I played this uh, celebrity poker game that was on Bravo, and one of the people <coughs> at the table was uh, Scott Stapp, who's the lead singer of uh, the third worst band in history. <laughs> <And> <laughs> 
Um, so, so uh, here's the thing, though. I didn't know. I knew all the other players except for him because they. He, there was, I guess there was a fallout with somebody, and he didn't get there until the night before, and nobody knew who the other person was going to be. Uh, they weren't keeping a secret. They just didn't know, and then they w didn't want to say anything until it was confirmed. So. I went down there, and I was hungover, everybody was, really super hungover. And I went down there to, uh, to where we were gonna start shooting this thing, and uh, I found out about it when I was in uh, makeup, and like literally had like 15 minutes ago, oh fuck, because I have said the most vicious shit about that guy. <laughs> like, I mean, on stage and in print, and just, and he's, you know, there's so many bands to choose from that are just awful and evil, sellout, bullshit, fraudulent, you know, fucking 10th grade suburban white girl bullshit, you know. I swear to God, that guy fucking hangs out at a fucking junior high school, you know, locker room, outside the girls' locker room, just writing down, you know, like poetry, like he overhears, what? I will take you higher. Yeah, okay, good. And, um, oh, man. Um, <laughs> and... Just that simplistic fucking pseudo-spiritual bullshit. And, and look, you know, anybody who fucking on yeah. purpose takes their shirt off and oils himself down. Yeah, it's... Uh, show you, hey man, check out my hairy nipples. You know, uh, so whatever. I mean, there's, there's a, a myriad of reasons to, to despise that guy and what he does. But anyway, so I've said these awful things and, uh, and so I'm like, oh shit. That's a, well, that throws me for a loop. That's weird. Um, so I go down to the floor. I have no idea if he knows who I am or any of this stuff. I have no clue. And I go down there and, uh, and I go, uh, like I'm talking to the other people. And then he's sitting at the table, everybody else is standing. And I was like, all right, well, I got to do this sooner or later. And again, no idea if he knows who I am or anything I've said. And I said, hi, Scott, I'm David Cross. And he did that thing where, <laughs> Here, stand up for a second, come here. Where, like, go, go to shake my hand. And I'm sitting down and he goes, yeah, thanks for the words. <laughs> well, he knows, he knows. The mystery is answered. <laughs> thanks for the words. Yeah. And then, uh, and then my reaction, which um, I'm kind of pleased with, like I, I thought of so many things later to say, but I also liked the, just the honesty of it, was, you know, he went, thanks for the words, and went, yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> Have you listened to your albums? <laughs> Check it, listen to your albums while you look at a picture of yourself as you're reading an interview of what... Yeah, and you'll know what I'm talking about. You'll get it, you'll get it dude. You'll get it. Don't worry about it. That's great. That was long, but uh, I, I don't know. That was great. No, man. What a great addition. I thought that uh, it'd be fun to have that Creed story dude, in there. Yeah, that's hilarious. Um, yeah, so that's from David Cross. I, I, you know, I, I was looking at a list of 90s hidden tracks. That obviously wasn't from the 90s if uh, he was talking about W. Right? Oh, so, uh, I don't know. Um, well, what was he talking like? W was the governor of Texas for a little while, but yeah, but he wouldn't have been going to Germany or whatever he was. Oh, talking yeah, about. no, so yeah, he was, yeah, was, uh, so it's like 2000. And then and he was talking about the war, so 
Okay. So it's been um, like 2003 or something. Yeah. Yeah. Probably around the time he started Arrest Development. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this next one is a hidden track from Cracked Rear View, the Hootie and the Blowfish oh, wow. album. Oh, wow. Okay. Sometimes I feel like a motherless child. Sometimes I feel like a mother, a motherless child. Sometimes Oh. Oh that oh that was it? It was like oh, forty five okay. seconds. Oh, all right. Well thank you, Darius. Yeah, yeah. It's just a little short and sweet. Soulful. Yeah. Kind of like at the end of a uh twenty eight million selling record. Yeah, man. Sell those albums, man. Um huge. Well no, probably more like eighteen. Still still a lot. It's plenty. Plenty. More than I've sold recently. Uh at yeah. least. Um, just a couple more here, Mike. Here's one. This is a cover. This is a Kiss cover by a band I like a lot. This is No Use for a Name. Oh. Playing Beth. Oh, dude. Future Foo Fighters guitarist at the time. Future Me First in the Gimme Gimmies. It's one of those songs that was attributed to them, the Gimme Gimmies, on Napster and LimeWire and stuff like that. Ah. Tons of songs were.
That's fun, man. I like that. Yeah, dude. A, a loud rock conversion of Kiss's softest, quietest song. Yeah, didn't uh, Peter Chris sing that one? The drummer? Oh, I don't know. I think he did. I might be wrong. I make no promises. Um, I think he knew we were going to play this one. Last week we played uh, Something in the Way, or not last week, on our last show. And uh, this here, this is Endless Nameless. Five minutes to go. (laughs) (laughs) Five minutes. Is it good? What what, what do you you mean? Like, is it good? Is it a good song? Is it, uh, where does it rank? (laughs) Well, you know, it's hard to step away from my incredible bias and love for the best song we played tonight. Oh man, I don't even know. If, I don't know if I could say that. I, I know it's Nirvana, but they're really just kind of shitting around. This is not a radio-friendly unit shifter. No. Um, I think it's hilarious though the way that this comes after something in the way. Yeah, how long after something? It, it, it's actually it? quite a while. Um, so the funny thing about this is, uh, you know, when I bought this CD, um, and it, you know, it was kind of one of those groundbreaking uh, albums for me. Not not just for the public, obviously, um, but for me. Um, and I'm sure, you know, for millions and millions of other people, it was just one of those, like, just perfect records. Um, and my, ver- the, the kind that I got, just, it didn't have this on it. And then my dad uh, bought Nevermind on CD. I, randomly, I don't really know why, because I, I had already had it. Uh, but he bought it, and he put it in and listened to it. And then at the end of the album... Like 10 minutes later, I think, um, this starts playing. And my dad was like, well, what's this? Like, he was actually kind of happy about it. Oh, yeah? <laughs> Even though it sounds like He's like, hey, a yeah, bonus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
He was like, hey, Joker, I bet you never thought, you know. And I was like, yeah, I don't have this version. Wow, that's cool. Oh, that's crazy. I don't even think Andrew had this version. Weird. Yeah, I didn't I didn't realize that it wasn't on all it's, the uh, U.S. pressings. It is not on every pressing, yeah. All right, well, uh, I'm going to go ahead and... Uh, Finish oh, fading yeah, that yeah, down. No, that's fine. That's fine. Thank you, Kurt. I mean, you Chris know, that, that's that's what the hidden track. It, it, it's what it's for. You're, it's the kind of kind art. Of, yeah. The kind of art that could be. Well, and you think about like, okay, so so that is like a perfect representation of the slap. You know, like Nirvana is like loud, quiet, loud. Yeah. I mean, it's like it's what that is. Yeah. You go into like, I mean, that the the part that actually sounds kind of like a song, sounds kind of like a James Bond thing. Yeah, like, which is um the the guitars are like terribly out of tune. Yeah, I no, mean Chris, no, Chris intentionally like um detunes his bass so low that yeah. it's almost a rattle. Like yeah. it's not even really an audible note anymore. No. It's just this terrible rattle. So that and then <laughs> when it comes to um, oh, that's a cool oh. sound. Enjoy, listeners. Yeah, that's a bonus. Nice. There you go. That was our hidden uh, track. That, yeah. Well, when it comes to the quiet part. I think Chris like plays on the higher strings because those are still kind of in tune. So there's a little bit of planning for that chaos. It still sounds like Yeah. Chaos. Yeah. Dave's drums though, dude. Like mm. he's beating the shit out yeah. of them. He That's, probably broke some stuff. I think he did. Yeah. Alright, man, I've got one more song to play tonight. This one Word. is a. Uh, uh this one actually ended up on their greatest hits album. This is uh, from their fourth record, Dosage. This is Collective Soul with She Said. Oh. No, it's not. That was still Endless Nameless. Oh, well, <laughs> see? <laughs> I, the time is unfair. Still going. Now the wisdom has come. Everything in space. She said she realizes. She said you can't look back to the days of youth. What she thought were lies, she later found was truth. She said her daddy had dreams, but he drank them away. One of mother's to blame for the way she is today. I really like this song. This is in my uh, probably my top five or ten collective soul songs. This is the secret song. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It sounds like just a song. Yeah, and I mean, who knows? Whatever reason, like like any of these songs or tracks, they they decided it didn't go on the album proper and uh, buried it somewhere on the record, you know. But like I said, this one 
this one became kind of a fan favorite maybe just for the reason that not everybody knew it you know and uh it's on the greatest hits album i've, I've heard him play it live and um it's on their acoustic album and keeps coming back very cool very cool beautiful little song very collective solely hidden tracks man fun stuff you like hidden tracks let us know your favorites absolutely ladies and gentlemen there's tons we that was great that was great what an interesting interesting episode yeah i loved it adam uh some insane diversity on this one i mean big time just i you know i kind of kind of just take pleasure sometimes and in pairing together two of the the wildest jumps in style and uh um it happens a lot of times when you play games, and uh, yeah, yeah. When I was putting this playlist uh, together, it. I'm like, "Well, what can come after this?" Oh, Guar, you know. <laughs> I can't get. I still the Stone Temple Pilots one. Yeah. The the Burt Bacharach. Yeah. I don't know what it's called. I'm calling it maybe the, the, the biggest change. That one was called My Second Album. Nah, it's the Burt. It's the Burt. Yeah. Lounge. The Lounge. Now the Burt. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so some weird, wild, wacky stuff here tonight on 1991. And, uh, Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. Just want to remind you guys all again that uh, starting August 26th, we're going to be watching and talking about the Halloween movies starting in reverse with Halloween Kills. I'm sure at some point in there we will slot in Halloween Ends episode after that comes out in the middle of October. Um, sure, sure. But our last episode on that miniseries will be about the 1978 original Halloween, mm-hmm. and that'll come out on the Friday before Halloween. So you can build up to that. Absolutely. That spectacular Absolutely. holiday. Um, yeah. Take us home, Mike. Folks, yeah, yeah. We're, we're really looking forward to that. We, um, we would, we'd love to have you there with us talking about one of the greatest uh, horror franchises um that is continuing on even now there's a new one coming out um yeah folks um man i'll tell you what i am tired um and uh it's just be nice to people shit man come on mm-hmm. like, Amen, like stop uh, or don't um and recognize i've got my finger pointing he's in the wagging air. his finger recognize when you are putting yourself through uh, through misery, for example, let me give you an example. Everybody our age, you know, if you're in your mid twenties, late twenties, early thirties, mid thirties, even late thirties, you know what it's like to have older people in your family who seem to sit down and watch television, and the only thing that they ever watch or seem to be interested in is stuff that makes them angry. Here's the thing, folks. Yeah. Well, you, you, and look, and, and the only reason why I'm saying this is because I know that I do it. You got to stop like habitually searching and seeking out information 
that's making you angry just because you're tricking yourself. You are telling yourself that you're informing yourself and you're staying up to date. No, 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 no. That's not what you're doing. That's not what you're doing. Honestly, how much would your days change if you didn't know what was going on? I'll I'll tell you one thing that's probably likely to happen. You would be happier. And, oh, what if something bad happens? Who gives a fuck? If something bad, something bad will happen in your life. So it's going to be up to you to have a positive mindset to get through it. Because if you have a negative mindset for the sake of quote unquote being prepared, well, you're just going to make it that much worse. You either, you either, you know, you either face adversity when it comes and you do it with a smile, or you don't. Because I mean, let's be honest with each other. We're not as weak, or excuse me, we're not as strong as we think we are. We're not as smart as we think we are. And we, we 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 don't know. We're stronger. Like Adam and I are smarter than all of you. Like all of you. <laughs> um, but like you don't know what you don't know. So just just be happy. Some yeah. people think that you know there are people that study intelligence. Um, higher IQs are good. The world needs smart people so that we have great innovations to make our lives easier. But let me tell you something. The higher the IQs go, it doesn't necessarily mean people are happier. In fact, a lot of times they're kind of miserable because they're thinking too much. So, folks, look, don't inform yourselves. Be safe. If you get sick, you get sick. If something terrible happens to you, well, hopefully you have insurance. But stop, like, informing yourself with all this crazy nonsense going on in the world. Because here's the thing. All those people that tell you they have got your best interest, they don't care about you. Man, take care of the people that are in your life. Don't, I mean, try. And and I'm going to tell you what. I'm going to make you guys a promise. I'm going to try really hard not to search for things on YouTube that I know make me angry. Because, man, I do it every, dude, I do it every day. I do it every single day. And I'm uh, the only thing I'm doing is I'm drinking a poison alone. It's having nothing but a negative effect on me. You can't let that happen. I know it's habitual. It's hard. I, and everything I just said now, the promise I made, I know it's going to, ooh, I really am going to try to keep it, but I know it's going to be so difficult. So people, like, honestly, understand the the pain that you're putting yourself through and, and the hurt that you're causing yourself. And understand that it's habitual. It's going to be really hard to break. But, man, you got to try. Chip at it a little at a time. And just, man, practice happiness. Practice happiness. Yeah. Practice peace. Folks, uh, we'll see you soon. Real soon. All right, from 1990 what? And Michael. I'm Adam. We bid you good night. Good night.